Welcome, it's SV Pod. It's September. It's week one. The big man is back. Year seven of the show has begun on TV. We got winners coming later this week. All is right with the world. We got a winner for the end of the podcast, maybe? Keep people hanging around? Hmm. A little nibble? I mean... We got some loyal people listening. Oh, I... That's... I know that. I'm just... I'm just... Trying to narrow it down. <laughs> I sent out a little teaser on the on the on the bird today that you know this is kind of crazy. I'm gonna go ahead and take some points this uh I'm gonna take some points this week. I know that's stunning, but boy, there's some there's some folks out there that I'm gonna I'll tell you who I'm not taking. I'm not taking Miami as much as as much as taking the points feels like what you ought to do early because maybe it takes Bama a while to get going, new quarterback, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm not going to do this year? I'm not going to be the dunce sitting there watching Alabama ahead 37-3, to late third, getting 20. Not doing it again. Because let me tell you what, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smart, but I'm not an idiot. Actually, I am an idiot, but I'm not, I'm not taking Miami – because I don't want to be on the wrong end of it. Uh, you and the Bear put out a podcast today. Yeah. Yep. How many picks did you give out there? Uh, we gave out a Thursday night teaser for the people. Get it, get get the juices going for a little right. tease action. Sure. Uh, we gave four picks. Uh, a lot, there's a couple things like I, I, I want, like Clemson, Georgia, right? Uh-huh. To me, I, I want to give Clemson, but... I, they're still like Dabo said the other day. They're, they they might play two centers. You can't you can't play two centers against Georgia. Like if if anything with them, that big ninety nine Jordan Davis is lining up just seething, waiting to get in that backfield. And on the other side, Georgia they've had obviously issues uh, with their offensive line health on the, in the interior. <clears throat> And the local kid from Damascus here, Razee, oh, mm-hmm. good luck trying to stop him. So yeah, he's a war I, daddy. I think that's gonna it's gonna be an old school, you know, defense is just creating negative play after negative play. Which quarterback is is able to take advantage of some maybe uh some mishaps in the secondary? I I will take Uwe Ungalale over JT Daniels. I think this kid's the real deal after seeing what he did last year. And Clemson sort of got into it. I mean, it ended up catching up with them against Ohio State. But, I mean, go back and watch that game. Watch them. They stopped trying to run the ball when they couldn't block anybody. And they just zipped it all over the place. I mean, he set records against that Notre Dame team that went to the playoff in South Bend. So, it is interesting. I do have a question for you, though, because you're one of these guys that really, you know, know, likes to think he has an offensive mind and a game plan because you play a video game, all right? And, you know, you'll look at a team and you'll say, hey, this is what they should do first play, uh-huh. all right? Yeah. I got a question for you. You're Miami offensive coordinator, Rhett Lashley. What are you running first series against that Bama D? Uh, some play action. Let, let, <laughs> let King make a play. Just because he's capable, just let him make a play. Okay. Well, you know, while he's still upright and coherent. Exactly. That a, kid, a kid coming off an ACL against probably the best defense in the country. It's fine. You're going to say, hey, hey, dear, go go run around, make a play. Let's move the it's chains fine. here. What, what do you want to do? You want to try to run between the tackles? See what you got. Create some angles. Angles. Your angles. I'm, I'm running play action, and I'm trying to let my best player make a play. The thing about this Alabama team, and I defer to you, you have done far more research than I have at this stage of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's, that's what they're leaning on and leaning into. Uh, I mean, at some point, I mean, we, we had the picture on sports center the other night of, of Hertz, Tonga Bailoa and Mac and the quarterback room. And all three of them are going to be starting week one of the national football league. Obviously Hertz uh, transferred to Oklahoma. We know about that, but regardless, I mean, I, I, at some point, I assume that there's a, a drop-off in talent. And that's a bad assumption to make, maybe, because young, 
I mean, look, he's the next guy. He's the next mm-hmm. five-star. Uh, it's actually kind of incredible as an aside. Bama went for a long, long time without having any NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> not not a like a good one. A long time. A yeah, long like a, time. Not a good one. Any. Okay. And then McCarron got there and made it. And now you've got you've got all these starters. But it's just a joke that you can lose that much talent and just not miss a beat. And on defense, they're apparently just absolutely loaded for bear. And yeah. and so, I mean, look, this first week is a snapshot of where everybody is. It, I did I do find this interesting, and it just speaks to the way these programs recruit. Uh, that, that truly, it's reloading. Like that's not some cliche. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame. Those were the four playoff teams. All are replacing their quarterbacks all start the season in the top 10. That's a joke. <laughs> Think about it because you're talking in the case, in the case of Clemson, Ohio state and Alabama, you're not just, re- you're not just replacing a guy who was a starting quarterback. You're replacing first round picks in the national football league. Mm-hmm. And it, probably going to be a pretty big drop off. Nope. <laughs> they're all they're all ranked in the top 10. And we did a thing on the name, image and likeness uh, earlier this week on SportsCenter and how, I mean, kid viewers that should still be in high school got a million four. Uh, and he's not even he's not going to play. Bryce no. Young's never started a game. He got over a million like there's soundbite from uh, <laughs> soundbite from Lane Kiffin when he was told that it was like he swallowed a bug. He <laughs> couldn't make sense of it. Like, good for him, but my God, I mean, he's never started a game. So you're Ohio State, you're Alabama, you're Clemson, and any of you other big-time programs, I'm not going to run through all the names, but any and all of those are going to be able to offer that same kind of a deal. Um, And I'm not going to single out any of them, but I'll just say those of you that were figuring out ways to get money to people before it was legal, you guys just kind of have a head start of figuring out how to do it legally because you're just going to take that money, give it to some car dealer and say, here, you give it to them. Um, it's that, that part's fascinating, but the actual on field, there are so many games this week that are legitimately interesting for a number mm-hmm. of different reasons. Um, I'll just mention it now just because at some point we're going to get to it. The UCLA LSU game, um, because Chip, it's so easy to forget what he was because people's memory lasts a second. Chip was the guy at Oregon, yeah. the guy. Yeah. You talk about getting the grease hot. The grease was hot, man. Hot. And yeah, he went to the NFL and didn't work. I mean, didn't work for Saban either. Okay. Like, yeah. To, and that's what, you know, Urban and Jacksonville, I, I, we'll see. I mean, it mostly doesn't work when you take it from Saturdays to Sundays. So, okay. It didn't work for Chip Kelly. Well, has it worked in UCLA so far? No, it has not. But now, what is this, year four? Mm-hmm. You got talent at quarterback. You've already played a game, and now here comes LSU off a year that it's it's easy to forget that they lost a ton of talent from the title team, and they had a ton of other talent that opted out, but they got knocked around a bunch last year. Like, they lost some games badly. Mm-hmm. To, their, to their credit, at the end, they were fighting hard, and, and they made it tough on a couple of teams that were having good years. But it's... I'm not saying like LSU has like they got to prove no, you won that chip like that's that's forever. But UCLA, where chip is having played a game against an LSU team coming off the year they're coming off of. So I, I think that's as interesting as is any game like Clemson, Georgia. I get it. Two top five teams. Fine. I'll be watching LSU, LSU, UCLA. Awfully intriguing. No doubt. Um, contrast of styles. Chip's got the, you know, I don't want to say the covers are full, but he's got a roster. And I've said it a lot, you know, hearing him in this offseason in, in fall camp. I know Chip. He's not a complimentary guy. And to hear him talk about his guys and be complimentary is is really eye-opening to me. And you saw them, uh, you know, come out and, 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 and jump on Hawaii. But you mentioned that being a game played. I I, I keep going back to this, Scott. These teams now with the rules, you know, concussions, the whole thing, they're allowed nine practices in full pads. Nine. And when you get to this level, you mentioned Bama and all those teams that made the playoff. Like, is not – I mean, listen, I'm not not 
taking this, the the ideas and the mindset away from the coaches. But do you really know your team with nine padded practices? You'd know better than me. I'm pretty sure the answer like, is no. You need those game reps. And I think I, I, I gave out San Jose State and Fresno State today. Like, they's, I know they played, you know, nobodies, but they got game reps under them, and their coaches got to see them against somebody else. Um, and, they're, and they're in situations where they thrive when they're underdogs against a Power 5, a Pac-12 school that's ranked. Um, I'll take my chances with that. I think, I think it means a lot. Um, I, just, but, I, I just have a question just about the mentality of being a Fresno State or a San Jose State guy. Mm-hmm. And you played out there in California at Stanford. I mean, you were at it. You were not at a lesser than program, at least from a perception standpoint. But what I'm getting to is the guys that are on that San Jose State team and the guys that are on that Fresno team are looking at dudes across the line of scrimmage from SC and uh, Oregon and going, "You didn't even you didn't even think I could play at this level, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you did not one dude on our team did anybody either of you send a letter to, right? How, how much does that play into the want to on a, a on a in a game like this, I, I think a ton. But then you factor that in, Scott, with transfers now, with how the portal is. That's a good. Fresno point. State's quarterback is at Washington. Like he got snaps two years ago in the Pac-12. You don't That's, think he's yeah. fired up to go well, play Oregon? You know, sure. I mean, the running back is just as good. But it's yeah, all changed. I, I, it's, it's, it's changed it, for sure. I get yeah, that. But, so, the, so, but I see. But yeah, the idea you're saying about, I mean, the recruits. I mean, the players that are going to go on the field for Fresno State. Let's say the majority of them, right? are going to look across that sideline and be like, man, I probably wrote a letter to this SC staff and they never even got back to me. <laughs> you know, like, like there, right. there's a ton of that. Um, so it, it's fascinating. But to go back and with LSU, you know, no game under your belt. God only knows what you're doing, trying to keep in touch with family members, with, with the hurricane coming through. You go out to Houston. It's supposed to be a four-hour drive. And everybody from Baton Rouge is fleeing the city, obviously, for those reasons. And it takes 10 hours. And that's how you start your week to get yeah. prepared to fly out to Pasadena to play a team that has a game under their belt and is really, really hungry. Because I give I give LSU all the credit in the world to take this game and go out there and play. Because that's what I always ask. We talk about this sport now and and and, and the idea of, of it being a joke and these teams reloading, LSU's going out and doing that. And, and these teams – Need the opportunity when I when I talk about a UCLA, I talk about Cincinnati. You know, getting a game at Notre Dame and at Indiana to try and show what they're worth. Uh, it's awesome. I, I can't think of a first weekend. I mean, I, I could think of the last couple of years where we would look at the week one slate and we'd be like, "What? What are we watching? We're gonna watch Alabama blow somebody out again? Uh-huh. You know, like that? That's what we got to do. I got to learn the Alabama roster. That's what I'm gonna learn <laughs> with the, who the new guys are. Um, so it's. It's awesome. I, there's there's plenty to see. You, you talk about UCLA or um, in LSU. I look at I look at Louisiana and Texas. I think that's fascinating because of all that's gone on. You talk about a team that finds motivation in Louisiana playing SEC schools, ACC schools. Now they're going to the Big Twelve to play freaking Texas. Like that's a Super Bowl for them. They took the opportunity last year to go up to a Big Twelve team and beat Iowa State. And now they're ranked. Louisiana, two Sun Belt teams are ranked going into the season. It's yeah, awesome. They got a, they got twenty three next to their name, I believe. And Napier was a guy that was was a hot commodity uh, on coaching searches and stayed. I mean, that says a lot. Uh, yep. Probably won't stay forever. You, you're waiting. <laughs> maybe there, there's a, there's a gig you're waiting on, and at some point yeah. the numbers just get you high, and you you gotta go. Uh, and this is where people get mad. Like you could you say the same thing about Campbell at Iowa State, and this is where Iowa State feels like he's never going to leave. Well, you know, he might <laughs> because at some point the somebody's going to call and the number will be too high and, and he'll go. Um, but as you know, Scott Frost showed, it's not always doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. And I'm not comparing Iowa State to UCF and whatever else. But just the point is, is that no one's ever going anywhere until they do. But for right now, it doesn't matter. Napier's at Louisiana. Uh, and that's that's an interesting game. I just you know, Texas fans remember when you get that coach you're all excited about and you play that first game. Got to be careful. Uh, I seem to remember a guy named Peggy went down to Austin. Dirty Terps were catching about 17 or 18. Hung on the 50, field. Hung 50 on your noggin. On the field. On the 40 acres. At 40 acres, about 50 points. <laughs> get some. Did we score 50? I think we did. I, whatever it was, two and Sounds a Sounds good. No big Sounds deal. Good. 
played you twice, beat you twice. It's fine. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. I have a question about philosophically. Yeah. Uh, last week, week zero, Illinois, Nebraska mm-hmm. start the season. Michigan State plays Northwestern on Friday. We follow that game. Mm-hmm. Indiana plays Iowa. Penn State plays Wisconsin. Conference game, when you haven't played and things are a little raggedy or whatever else, granted, you're as healthy as you're likely to be, but yep. I just, it's a lot. It's a lot to, to, to risk out of the gates. I just wonder, having lived it, right, having gone through it and thinking about the prep and the two-a-days, which now aren't two-a-days anymore, but just what do you – do you like or not like how much is on the line for the Big Ten teams that are playing conference games to start their season? I, I love it. Um, I think it's great for the conference. I agree with that. Um, I think it's great in, in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, because when you look at the Big Ten as a whole, right, I've said all, all summer that for the last three years, when you look at the Power Five conferences and everybody could have their jokes about the Pac-12 who – you know, haven't had a team in the playoff and only, you know, got it once, I believe, or twice. Um, but when you look at the conferences for the last three or four years, I felt like Clemson was in their own tier opposed to everyone else in their conference in the ACC. Clearly. And now I kind of feel like that with Ohio State. I think they've overtaken that. When you see what they've done uh, in recruiting, you've seen what they've done now that they, you know, got to the national title game last year. You see what Ryan Day's just done, taking it from a coaching legend. And when you talk to people, that, you know, the, the, the players are happier now. They, they, they like what's going on there. They love the energy that Day has brought. I think Ohio State has separated themselves um, away from the con- uh, rest of the conference more than anybody else in the country. It's impossible, it's impossible to argue that. I mean, their, their biggest rival cannot beat them. I mm-hmm. mean, historically, Michigan cannot beat them. Harbaugh's never beaten them. You know, Penn State got them in a whiteout game, blocked field goal, like yep. a bunch of bunch of voodoo, but they got them. Uh, other than that, like they don't lose much, man. They really no. don't lose much. And then the, on the West side, you know, Wisconsin played them for a half, right, and, and battled them. Northwestern mm-hmm. played them pretty well last yep. year. That was when people didn't, weren't so sure about fields. You're like, you know, I don't know about mm-hmm. him. Actually, you know what? That Northwestern defense is pretty good. Um, yeah. But but outside of that, that's interesting. The because Bama. The SEC's got more more to throw at you, whether it's LSU, whether it's Georgia, whether it's Florida. Uh, there's just there's waves of people that have come at them. Uh, whereas in the Big Ten, it is I had you know I hadn't even thought about that. It's very it's very similar to what Clemson's done. Yeah. Uh, in the ACC, because Florida State for a time was there, but obviously they took a giant step back. Miami just hasn't been what the ACC thought it was going to be when they went out and got them. Mm-hmm. Um, blew up their basketball tradition for football, and it just yeah. wasn't what anyone thought. But that it is, it's that that's how big the gulf is between them and everyone else in that conference. And with that, and you mentioned the teams, we keep coming back to the four playoff teams that are in the top 10. You know, I throw, I throw Georgia in there, um, I throw Oklahoma in there, are these five teams that just continue to excel. And that's where these coaches don't get enough credit to me. To see what they've done, go back and look in the last five, six years, how many conference titles those five teams have won. And to know week in and week out, you're getting, I know I talked about the talent already with Ohio State, but still to be able to stay motivated and take care of business when when everyone in your conference is coming for you is just asinine how easy they make it look. It's stupid to, st- to be able to stay on the, on top for this long with so much things changing and college kids, you know, on the field, it's it's mesmerizing to me. And and you're talking about 18 to 22 year olds too. Yes. To keep to be able yeah. to keep young people's eyes on the prize when there's so many distractions and so much noise and chatter outside of that room that you're in with your group. Um, and just one more, just thought on 
you know, you, the, the, the teams you name, obviously they're the right ones. They've dominated the, the playoff participation, but you know, Oklahoma's had those, those baffling one-offs, right? Like you go to, you, you go to Jack Trice and this look, Iowa state, Hey, it start the year with some expectations, yep. top 10, exciting. That's, that's really cool. Um, but you're Oklahoma. You're not supposed, you're not supposed to stub your toe in games like that where you've got leads, you know, you're not supposed to lose at home to Kansas state. Clemson mostly hasn't done that. Um, that's, that that is, it's it's just remarkable remarkable to be that consistent. But I'm not trying to talk out of both sides of my mouth. But the one thing that you have though that you can lean into is that your talent gap is just it's so profound. Yeah. You've talked about this a ton through the years that you wonder about whether it's Burrow and LSU or Tua or Mac at Alabama. It's like how much of that's going to translate because every guy you had hat on hat. <laughs> was better than any guy he was lined up against with the exception of a, a couple of occasions. Right. Yep. So, so you're largely playing at such a massive disparity for the opponent that you're supposed to do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but so there's that, that's part of it. But, but I agree with you that the consistency, uh, the fact that there's such a uh, just such an enormous gulf between them and, and so many other teams. That's what makes this year really interesting for AM. Like, I get that they're excited. Like, okay, you got finished top four. Like, uh, we beat Carolina by two touchdowns. Like, well, I, I had I had Carolina in that game. It's a, it a tie game, and you get it, you break a couple of runs, you get a turnover on downs and a late score. I mean, like, I just AM. I get that you're recruiting well. I don't care if you pay Jimbo all the money in the world. At some point, you got to win. Step forward. Do mm-hmm. what LSU did. Become mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Trade punches with Bama. Like you have the bully on the block that you can prove yourself against. And at some point, you want to be that guy. You got to beat that guy. Am I right? Yeah, and they, and they jump started it with Manziel and beat him, and look what Saban's done to College Station since then. They have destroyed that team. Worn you them talk, out. <laughs> you talk like, about, I don't mind. I don't mind. Like we were City. there. Remember how hot yes. it was down there for, yeah. this, for the rematch? Yeah. That was, was like nuts. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, we they, they gave me and Rosillo those vests that you, the air, that you the, have. The, uh, the it was like streets. a, like a yeah. freezer vest. Let me tell you what. If you're wondering what I'm talking about, like just Google it. <laughs> if you live somewhere hot, just get one. Trust me, when you put it on, it's life-changing. It was hot down there. But Bama has worn them out. I don't mind Jimbo saying about Bama, we're going to kick their ass and say it was like in golf. Like, remember, (laughs) it was was for some charity golf event. Like, I mean, Saban must just say, okay, talk your Jimbo, because guess Mm -hmm. what? We'll see you early, and that that should be a huge game. Huge. But but the, the issue is there just aren't that many teams in the sport that you and I love so much there aren't that many who've even shown that they're circling around to join the conversation. You know, maybe it's Penn state for a minute. They've been, they've been there. Mm-hmm. I feel like Wisconsin, is, ah, they, they're kind of close at times in, in the big 10 um, and the ACC Florida state was there. But since, since we got to the playoff, they, you know, they, they, since uh, Jameis left, no, um, there's really nobody else in the ACC. In Texas, you've got a brand name, but you're, you're not, you're not a mm-hmm. threat. The Pac-12 is like an afterthought right now. So, like, just tell me, like, who else are we? That's what that's what makes AM so interesting to me yep. because they have more money than God. They'll spend it, and <laughs> they've got a guy who's won it. So there's a lot of the ingredients that are there. It's just at some point, you can't just say we had a good recruiting class and Jimbo won it in. Yeah, in Tallahassee. He's in College yeah. Station now. Different maroon, my guy. You got to yeah. give me a thumbs up and a howdy and, and take that next step. I don't know if it's this year, um, but I think they think it's going to happen, and it'll be fun yeah. to see if it does. And that's why I'm actually really fired up for this year because you ask who those teams are, there are paths for other teams this year. You look at Oregon. They got a game in Columbus. You look at AM, They get Bama to come to College Station. You look at Cincinnati. They got road games at Indiana and Notre Dame. You look at North Carolina. You got the quarterback you wanted. 
you got every piece of thing. You got Clemson at the end of the road if you go to the ACC title game. You just want to be careful about that first one in Blacksburg. On I, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that because uh, be careful on that one. We did we did a segment <laughs> today on Daily Wager lines that stink, and that's my number one line that stinks yeah. is Mac Brown, the recruiting, the the Carolina Blue Helmets going on the road, Heisman hopeful quarterback, your whole offensive line back. You scored fifty six and forty six the last two years against Virginia Tech, and you're given five and a half. That reeks. Stinky poo. That's a stinky poo line right there. That's is that in lane, by the way? I know. Oh yeah. Uh, oh well, yeah. But but see, hold on. Like you're giving me the oh yeah. When's the last time they won a big game in that building? Because they've gotten run mm-hmm. in that big game. Like, okay, I get it. We're gonna show the sandman and we're gonna show the lunchbox and we're gonna I get uh, cool. And everyone's jumping up and down. Hey, win a game that matters because <laughs> you've gotten run on that field in big spots of late so you know what it'd be good good time to do it friday night on the field don't need don't need the five huh if you don't if you don't think you're going to hear that in winners on friday oh or thursday or whenever the hell we do it on you i mean that's just 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 blind I you just, don't even want the points i'll take them all right all right yeah okay but you're probably sure it's probably not a three-point win if for carolina uh that's just a no, situational I just, spot. I, I'm not anti-Chapel Hill or Carolina or any of the rest of it. That's just situational. That's just blind. That's playing blackjack. What? What is? I don't need the card to tell me what to do. It's eight, three versus six. I'm doubling, and I know what to do. All right. Good. Um, hey, the, the NIL thing, I had a question. I've been thinking about this and just uh-huh. thinking back, and everybody asks, like, you know, hey, what would what would you look to endorse and stuff like this? But I was just thinking from a business standpoint, like I, I have this image of my, in my mind, my sophomore year, we were four and one. We beat Notre Dame. We were like top 15 in the country. We were rolling. We lost five straight games. And the last one to clinch us not going to a bowl game was in Pullman. Ryan Leaf's last game. We're winning the whole game and he comes back and they beat us in the scene after that was something I'll never forget. And I'm talking about right now, 20 years, 24 years later. And after that, we are as down as a team. I and mean, we got tears coming down. Everybody, the seniors realize we're not going to a bowl. And that's that's what we played for, to go to a bowl. And we come out of the locker room and the place is mayhem. And they got the gates out, you know, the bike racks. And Ryan Leaf is signing autographs for every single person that has anything. It's, it, I'll never forget it. And just to see him be like, Wow, man, like this guy, we just lost to a possible Heisman Trophy winner. Like, look at this. Like these people, they, they went on to go, to the, you know, win the Apple Cup. They went to, you know, the Rose Bowl, ended up getting beat by Michigan. Um, but I, I with the NIL thing, and then I read an article the other day um, about the guy, I think it's uh, Kersey from The Athletic, and he followed the first day you could do uh, NIL autograph signing. Spencer Rattler took a plane to like Chicago from sports memorabilia thing, right? And this company paid him uh, to sign all these autographs. He signed football after football and helmet after helmet. How does the conversation happen now for Spencer Rattler? If Say say I'm Spencer Rattler, right? And you're, you're whatever, Steiner Sports, and you're paying me all this money for my autograph, right? Mm-hmm. How does the conversation happen when I come out of a game in Norman and everybody floods that locker room where I'm walking out? And I'm signing stuff for kids. Do you? Can you say something to me? Can you make me not sign stuff? No, no, no. I don't. I mean, I don't think that. You know, I, I answered no quickly just because I don't think whoever you agree to, uh, it's 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 like officially licensed merchandise. So mm-hmm. somebody that's going to be selling your autograph, um has the right for you to sign a helmet. Maybe you'd say I'm not allowed to sign a helmet. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I think that, I think everybody in the arena recognizes who the professionals are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's a, there's a kid in a Sooner hat. Uh, there's, you know, uh, some mom or dad or whatever. Oh, there's some guy in Oakley shades and a, <laughs> And a duffel bag and quadruple extra large athletic shorts and a hoodie. You know, that guy looks like a pro mm. not signing for you. And, and mm. by the way, I saw you hand it 
the 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 little mini helmet to the kid. Ah. Like I, I think I think everybody that that you know I don't I don't think you have to be in the game forever to kind of recognize what that is. And my guess is you probably like no, I'm not signing I'm not signing that, or just say I can't. Um, but you bring up an interesting point. Um, I, I just I think that those companies are gonna are gonna they get a premium for the officially licensed. Yeah. This is this you need to. You need to get Ravel or somebody who knows this space. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how that stuff works. But I, I, I can't think Rattler's going to tell somebody no in Norman um, on your way out of the joint. I, I you know, I, I, I understand yeah, what you're I asking. Just, yeah. yeah. I, I would. You can't devaluing no the product, Scott. You know. I understand. I mean, maybe you're like you're. Not, you obviously wouldn't be allowed to go to some auto dealership and sign autographs. You'd say, no, I can't do that. I have an agreement with somebody else. Gotcha. But, but signing somebody in a, you know, on the way to a tailgate or something, I can't think it would be an issue. Um, mm. I have something I hate. We'll get to. I know. I oh. know you have something you hate that we'll get to. Uh. I feel like there's one thing in addition to this week one that we're all excited about that we want to t- that a story that we got to at least discuss in passing here, which is this whole. Bishop Sycamore fiasco. Um, And I get it. It's, it's, Hey, the game was on our air. Somebody on our side of it, like it's not vetted. You have some partner whose job it is to sort that out. And, and clearly there's a disconnect in what happened. Shouldn't have happened. Um, And yet I read that some of the schools that have agreed to play this Bishop Sycamore and everybody in the state of Ohio knew the score already. They knew it wasn't like a real school. Mm. Just, they played them anyway. Yeah. And IMG knew that had to know the score uh, and they played them anyway. Um, you want to take the shots. That's fine. We like, like we deserve what we get because it was on TV and we, it's our job to know who we're putting on TV. I get it. The larger points and staples did a great job. Ben Koo of awful announcing did a great yeah. job. There, there are a number of people that have really done uh, the heavy lifting and spent the time on it. Uh, but what, the sad part of this, Steve, and, and I try not to be jaded. I try not to be cynical. There's so many of these make-believe schools yeah. that are out there that I truly believe exist to try to help guys find a place to play. And mm-hmm. if there's somebody that's good enough and they get a chance to go to college somewhere and they get a chance to get educated with sports as the avenue, then the idea isn't completely um, irredeemable. All right. There's value there. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is this coach that you read about who has since been fired. It, schools like this seem to attract people that don't have the best of track records. And so many things you read about hotel bills that didn't get paid. And I mean, the whole two games in three days bit is just is preposterous. And it's people's health and safety is at risk. Uh, it's just, this is the kind of story that I think is fascinating. Uh, sadly, there are so many schools out there, particularly in the basketball world. They're not schools, man. There's no yeah. brick and mortar place where somebody's sitting there and some teachers teaching them anything. No. It's online bullshit. If somebody can go play somewhere as a result, then the, then the means just the ends justify the means. But in this instance, even if there were noble hopes and thoughts somewhere along the way, they, they got lost in the sauce. And you got a bunch of kids that are the ones out there in the meat grinder. And it just sucks, man. It's brutal. Um, it, it really comes down to, you know, I still remember all my conversations, coaches, you know, recruiting. And what so I, and I go back to social media and I just, not a trust thing, but just some kind of realness. And it's just really scary, Scott, to see how this can happen. And like you said, they're not the only one. It's it's going on plenty of times. And for these people to take advantage of the kids is what's sad, uh, knowing that a lot of these kids, you know, might not be coming from the best situations. And they sell the point that we'll get you, we'll get you, we'll get you a chance, we'll get you a chance. And it, it, this the social media thing, would he able, be able to lie and, and hide stuff like you know, one of the kids on the team showed up to a seven-on-seven showcase with a fake ID. Like, when does the line never stop? Like, we got to keep some people in check here. And when you come back to it, it's the kids, man. And getting exposed like that and and, and putting them in the situations they were in and floors and, and no, not feeding them and, and making them play two games in three days. Like, 
it's just it's just bad. And I, I'll tell you, I mean, you know, there's people out there that are doing some work and and trying to look into some of these shady places. You could tell that those people are are that they're coming for you now. Like it, it's it is a huge wake up call. And I think um, somebody said, you know, maybe the best thing was was that they were on ESPN. Yeah, you know, maybe that, right. that maybe that this was a situation that needed this light, and that's the only way it was going to happen for things this bad to be exposed because they were on ESPN. Seems to be because yeah. and and it and it hasn't. I mean, again, I give credit to like Staples and Koo and and oh the, yeah, the, uh, the awesome. people that have that have done that have done the work. But with respect to them, like this is like a episode of CSI on television like this this wasn't an eight-month investigation where you had to sift through dumpsters to find out how bad it was at the at the first sort of picking up the rock and shining a flashlight on it you're like what is this and it's it it, it was obvious pretty quickly um that there was a lot here that was just out of out of bounds mm-hmm. and um again it, 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 the, the idea that the that the kids could have benefited and in perhaps in some cases might have. But if this guy's lying in his pockets with money and, and he's got outstanding warrants and it's just like he's put in charge of the lives of kids and, and we're the adults in their lives. And, and maybe they're just there. There aren't the, the net's not tight enough to catch it, you know, and that's that's brutal. Um, so to your point, uh, it, it appears, although, again, I think I was we're talking on what Wednesday I want to yeah. say. At some point, maybe Monday or Tuesday, I lose sight of where we were. Like there was some, there was some big time school in Ohio. I was like, yeah, well, we're still playing. I'm like, how, how? What do you mean you're still playing them? No, you're not. Like they, they can't play anymore. We can't. Mm. They, this can't, this can't go on. And you don't need a game that badly to play them because if you do, then it speaks more about you yeah. than it does about them. No um, so obviously, there's more to come on that story, but. Uh, the bummer of it is who knows how many situations there are out that like out there like Correct. that, particularly when it comes to basketball, excuse me, basketball. And I've Oof. heard about kids that come that are brought for like have a hat, a handler that come from abroad and, you know, end up here, don't speak the language and they're just waiting to go to play a game. And I don't know, man, it's just, it's, 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 uh, there's some tawdry characters in the, in, in the sully, the things that we love, you know, there's so much about sports that are great. Uh, and the idea of where they, you know, this could take them is a great one. Uh, but when the idea and the reality don't don't mesh, then you end up with something like this. Um, so we pivot from that to I'm not even going to talk about fantasy football because I got I've got some. We some got drafts. another week. We got, we got another we week. Got that. Next week, no one gives a crap about anyone's fantasy football team, but we'll we'll have some philosophical conversations. About I do. Fantasy. I do have a quick. I do have a quick oh, question though. You do have a question about fantasy football. Right, yeah, let's go. Um, you know, everybody's mocking. You know, everybody's in their own spots in the draft. Um, we've heard you plenty uh, talk about how uh, being at the end of the draft is not fun. Nope. Um, and uh, I've heard say it's 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 not it's impossible to win from the twelve spot. Yep. Uh, in a draft. Yep. Where would you rank a championship? With that 12th pick among your fantasy accomplishments, if you were to go on and win a title this year, my crowning achievement. <laughs> if, if I were to win from the 12 spot, I mean, it would, it's going to require me to, to, to not miss on any early picks, going to have to be shrewd late. It's going to mm-hmm. have to be some great in season management, going to have to hit on some people that, that others missed. Uh, we're going to need some good, uh, good, good health, but I just, I had one draft where I picked 12 and it's just, uh, you, you have to wait entire. you get two people at once. So that's great. But then entirely too many good people are gone by the time you draft next. It's like, by the time you draft third, the, all that are left are like kickers. <laughs> How much more time has it made you spend on the waiver wire? Uh, well, I mean, waivers really haven't begun yet. I mean, I, I no, see this, you know, well, I'll say this. Pick. I mean, I, I'll say this. There's some already some guys I'm out there targeting, but then, do I want to do I want to waive someone I've drafted before they've been played a game for me? Can't do that. I, I asked them to join this organization in good. Exactly. Faith. Where's the loyalty? We're just talking about trust and 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 all that. Yeah. You no, be I, I, listen. You know, um, the source 
you know, that's one of my team names. That's in honor of Stu Finer of the source. I mean, we here at the source, we we at least want to see what you can what you, what you can put on tape before we wave you. But then there are a couple of people out there that I think, you know, I think it might be able to help us. Here's okay. the question. Are you going to, am I going to be able to roster you on a Sunday? Am I going to be able to put you on the field? I don't know. <laughs> I do have one last draft. I know you'll be there as a spectator heckling us. Absolutely. That'll be uh, I don't, but I'm drafting 12. So, I mean, again, but that's the league where you know, I should change my name to meatloaf. Cause I've won two out of three. Uh, <laughs> it ain't bad day meatloaf day. Let me tell you what, when you go for Google images of meatloaf, that guy, oh, he was a sweaty mess. I say was, he's still here, I believe. I, I'm not trying to put meatloaf uh, in the past tense. I'm just saying that when he was out there rocking, hard rocking, uh, he was he was a sweaty uh, entertainer. Shout, shout out meatloaf. Steve and I have lengthy lists. Talking about this guy or this thing or this whatever. Once a week. One thing a week. Here's what I hate. Uh, what do you hate? <laughs> Shout out to Meatloaf. Um, let me tell you what I hate. And I gotta, I, I gotta really take a deep breath before I get ready to say what I'm gonna say. Because <clears throat> I, I'm an odd person. This has been well established. The hatred I have for this is is an unhealthy obsession, and it creates like I have these ticks, like where stuff, like I pick, I pick at my face, I pick at my cuticles, mm-hmm. I make myself bleed because I pick at them because I won't like you know what I'm saying I I do weird stuff, man. Yeah, you know this. Mm-hmm. I hate crabgrass. Okay. I have crabgrass in my yard, and when I see it, I'm like, don't pick it. Don't. I'm like, I got to get it. And then I go get it. And then if I pick one and I see another, I got to get it. And then let me tell you something. (laughs) If you grab a big clump of crabgrass and pull it up, what you get is a boulder of dirt the size of a a bowling ball. And then you just... So right now, my yard, um, there are giant, not even divot holes. There are giant, they're like bomb shelters. There are massive holes in my yard from the places where I picked out the crabgrass. And I'm sure my neighbors must look out if they see me carrying the trash can down the hill. Like, oh, watch, watch, honey, here he comes. Watch if he looks down. Oh, look, he's looking down. Watch, watch, watch. He's getting (laughs) Look at him. Look at that idiot. What do you think you're going to do? Pick all the crabgrass out of your yard? It's you'll never win. You can't catch up. But I I I hate it. And it makes me angry when I see it. And and I I literally why am I saying this out loud? I'll be walking down to get the mail and I'll say out loud, like, don't look down, don't look down, don't look down. Because if I look down, I'm going to see crabgrass and I'm going to start pulling it. And then I throw it like in the driveway and then there's just, and I pull it all together and I end up having to put it in a trash bag. What the is wrong with me? I don't know the answer to that, but I hate crabgrass. Oh man. Steve, what do you hate? Um, I'm trying to figure out a nice way to say this, but I hate the way we have started the school year here in the area. Okay. And there's a couple things that are making me hate it. First off, I understand teachers and administrators get the summer off, but can we have one meeting about the process of dismissal? Okay. A mile away is the school. Okay. I got to go there and I got to go to a daycare to get my other one. So in all in all, it's about two and a half miles. You know how many times it's taken me to go do that? You know how many, know how long it's taken no, how long has it taken? Over an hour and a half. No, that's not true. It is true. That's not true. It is true. It takes I got you 90 a, minutes to go to two schools. Three, dismissal is at 350. Huh? Monday and Tuesday, because I didn't even get to today yet. Monday and Tuesday, my girls got in the car at 430. 
what are they? Where are they? Are they just standing there looking around? It's like, just a line Dad? of cars. Nobody's outside. We got numbers. We're not doing numbers yet. So figure it out, people. And today, Uh-oh. we get a two-and-a-half-hour early dismissal because of rain. Ida, dude. Rain. It, let's just say this. It wasn't sh- going to be worse than it was last night driving home in a lightning show. No, that was nuts. And shout to the, our friends down in Louisiana. We made this point on yes. uh, Sports Center the other night. We got a lot of friends in that part of the world. Uh, incredible. It's a unique place. It's unique people. Uh, you guys are resilient as hell. Uh, and if if what we, I mean, what we got is a far cry from what you got. So we're not exactly. To I'm not notes even, here. No, I, I no. Just, I can't. I can't fathom it because I, I, I don't know that I've seen it rain harder than it did uh, last night at four in the morning of the lightning show. But no, the idea that that school got shut down. It, Come on, this is an incredibly soft area. I mean, it's soft, my guy. Man. But let's, I, and we're not going to school shame here. We're not going to call out no, a specific no, no. I'm names or nothing, but let's but, figure but, it out. I, I'll say this. My understanding of, of any school situation with the pickup, it's a, it's, it's a circus, man. It's, yeah. there's, it's, I don't know how you expedite the process. Uh, well, it shouldn't take an hour and a half to go get two different pickups yeah. a mile Thank from your you. house. That seems unreasonable. All right. But but it's also unreasonable to try to rid your yard of crabgrass <laughs> with your hand true. by I have hand. One, I have one more question. Okay. All right. Well, there's a serious streak going on. We do the podcast together. Okay. Uh-huh. Every day we decide to do the podcast, Travis sends an email with the link, and we end up clicking on the link and we start the podcast. Okay. We're about what over a year and a half. So let's say we've done forty podcasts, right? Is this is this every single time we have done a podcast? You have asked Travis to resend the email right before the podcast. How bad are you at emails? <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, number one. Number one. You. Right. <laughs> number right. two, am number I right? Am I right? I asked to send it. Yes. Here's what I want you to know. And I'll show you when we're done taping. Okay. In my email, I look I look for the email he sent me, and it isn't here. And I push I put in rock hold in the search space, and it's not here. There's some kind of I think there's I think you all have put in a filter. So just for this moment, so you can blame me for the like, look, I get it. I'm the somebody's peepaw and I don't know how technology works and all this stuff. I fine. But I I yes, I asked for him to resend it. And it's because it isn't here. (laughs) Okay, it isn't here. Do you know how to do you know how to sort your emails by date? Yeah. So if I told you today uh-huh. to go to an email today at yep. 2.50 in the afternoon, uh-huh. could you do it? Well, sure, except I'm going here right now, and I'm looking at my email, and I'm looking for rock hold. And the, the last email from him prior to today. But you're sorting it by his name. Rock hold. He sends the link. Yep. The last one was 71921 until I got one at 743. So I opened the one he sent me at 743. The one he sent me before, I don't know, it's some kind of magic show. It's not in here. <laughs> I, I I get it. I'm not, I mean, I'm I'm not a complete lummox. I'm not a dullard. I just it's not here. So he sent it to me at 743. You guys probably talked about it. What do you mean? Hey, I guess, not, hey, it's guess not, what I'm doing, Steve. Here. Guess what I'm doing, Steve. I gotta send him out the link again. <laughs> Everybody, it's true. I don't, I don't understand a lot of stuff. Hey, college football's back, everybody. I probably got to do a read now. I, I'm gonna have to look one and more. see what. One more question. Team, you're most confident to make the playoff: Alabama, Oklahoma, or Georgia? Um, Oklahoma, because I assume their path's the easiest. Okay, isn't it? Hmm. They get Iowa State and Norman, don't they? 
Yeah. Iowa State won there two years ago. I understand that. I, I'm just Alabama's got Alabama's got to deal with the SEC schedule and Georgia, ditto. So I'm giving yeah. you I'm giving you Oklahoma because it feels like the path is least resistance. All Which, right. You you answer the question. Bama, because they're Bama. Um. Yeah, yeah, because if if they lose a close game in College Station, they'll drop minimal, and uh, they 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 seem to always. I mean, was it one non conference champions won the title, right? Them. Well, I just want to. Uh, this is. <laughs> Are you going through emails right now? No, I'm not going through emails. I'm not going to humor you anymore. You got. You've made your point. I, I don't. Uh, you know, I can't find stuff. That's fine. I find it. We're taping it now, aren't we? Huh? We taping it now. I just want to know how many games, like how many losable games, does Oklahoma even have? Oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Like I mean, look. Any you, say, they lost. They lost to Kansas State at home. So I mean, yep. you could lose. You could lose anything. I understand. I'm Texas just saying, could be. Texas could beat them. They could beat them. Uh, sure. You know. Sure, they could. Uh, and I could give out just to like, you know, maybe take Minnesota plus the points and, uh, on Thursday, just, you know, uh, just they're going to get run. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm not messing with Ryan day, man. Like I'm not you. either. This isn't a real pick. I'm just, you asked <laughs> okay. me to get on right. a winner. Okay. I'm just saying I, I, I am. I am really interested in that game though. Cause I, I do want to see a lot of, a lot of, uh, things about Ohio state. They got to fix the defense. Well, there you go. Minnesota can run the ball. Exactly. Uh, you, you get West Virginia. You get West Virginia at home. Texas is neutral. Uh, you got to go to Lawrence, and we know that's a snake pit. Uh, at Baylor, all right. Uh, Aranda down there doing his thing. You got the got the Bedlam game. I mean, Iowa State comes to your place. I just yeah. think I, I, so that's my answer. Oklahoma, just because I okay. just think I think they have the fewest lo- fewest losable games. So I'd, I'd say they'll make the playoff. Okay. Um, all right. So if anybody's got a crabgrass fix, I'm all ears. Um, we'll see it for winners later this week. Check out, um, what's the name of that podcast you do with the bear? Stanford, Steve and the bear. It's hard to remember. Check it out there. They're giving out their winners. <laughs> Those guys have been great through the years. Just handing out winners like candy on Halloween. And, um, if you right, have gonna... Scott, if you have Scott's email, shoot him an email. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs>